Hey everybody and welcome back to the Call for Freedom podcast. Now chapter 16 of 1 Kings is a direct message after chapter 15. It literally goes hand in hand with one another. Um, Chapter 15 actually ends with uh, Basha reigning in Israel. Uh, in the third year of Asa, king of Judah, Basha, the son of Ahijah, began to reign over all Israel at Terzah, and he reigned 24 years. He did what was evil in the sight of the Lord, and walked in the way of Jeroboam, and in his sin, which he made Israel to sin. I meant to get, <laughs> and then right after that verse, we go right into chapter 16 from a word from the Lord, and that's how 16 starts. Um, I would have gotten this out a lot sooner. I know it's been at least a week since I've recorded, but it's it's been a little busy. So we're going to get right into it. Let's continue on from the last verse of chapter 15. And the word of the Lord came to Jehu, the son of Hanai, against Basha, saying, Since I exalted you out of the dust and made you leader over my people, Israel, and you have walked in the way of Jeroboam and have made my people, Israel, to sin, provoking me to anger with their sins, behold, I will utterly sweep away Basha, and his house, and I will make your house like the house of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat. Anyone belonging to Basha who dies in the city, the dog shall eat, and anyone who who dies in the field, the birds of the heavens shall eat. Now the rest of the acts of Basha and what he did, and his might, Are they not written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Israel? And Basha slept with his fathers and was buried at Terzah. And Elah, his son, reigned in his place. Moreover, the word of the Lord came by the prophet Jehu, the son of Hanai, against Basha and his house, both because of all the evil that he did in the sight of the Lord, provoking him to anger with the work of his hands, in being like the house of Jeroboam, and also because he destroyed it. Now we move into when uh, Elah reigns in Israel. In the 26th year of Asa, king of Judah, Elah, the son of Basha, began to reign over Israel in Terzah. And he reigned two years. But his servant Zimri, commander of half his chariots, conspired against him 
when he was at Terza, drinking himself drunk in the house of Arza, who was over the household in Terza. Zimri came in and struck him down and killed him in the 27th year of Asa, king of Judah, and reigned in his place. When he began to reign, as soon as he had seated himself on his throne, he struck down all the house of Basha. He did not leave him a single male of his relatives or his friends. Thus, Zimri destroyed all the house of Basha according to the word of the Lord, which he spoke against Basha by Jehu, the prophet. For all the kings of Basha and the sins of Elah his son, which they sinned, and which they made Israel to sin, provoking the Lord, the God of Israel, to anger with their idols. Now the rest of the acts of Elah and all that he did, are they not written in the book of Chronicles of the kings of Israel? In the 27th year, of Asa king of Judah, Zimri reigned seven days in Terzah. Now the troops were encamped against Gibbethon, which belonged to the Philistines. And the troops who were encamped heard it said, Zimri has conspired, and he has killed the king. Therefore all Israel made Omri, the commander of the army, king over Israel that day, in the camp. So Omri went up from Gibbethon, and all Israel with him, and they besieged Terzah. And when Zimri saw that the city was taken, he went into the citadel of the king's house and burned the king's house over him with fire and died, because of his sins that he committed, doing evil in the sight of the Lord, walking away, of which Jeroboam, and for his sin, which he committed, making Israel to sin. Now the rest of the acts of Zimri and the, conspire, uh, the cons, uh, conspiracy that he made, are they not written in the book of the Chronicles of the Kings of Israel? Then the people of Israel were divided into two parts. Half of the people followed Tibni, the son of Ginnath, to make him king and half followed Omri. But the people who followed Omri overcame the people who followed Tibni, the son of Ginnath. So Tibni died, and Omri became king. In the 31st year of Asa king of Judah, Omri began to reign over Israel, and he reigned for 12 years. Six years he reigned in Terza. He bought the hill of Samaria from Shemar, for two talents of silver, and he fortified the hill and called the name of the city that he built Samaria, after the name of Shemar, the owner of the hill. Omri did what was evil in the sight of the Lord, and did more evil than all who were before him, for he walked in all the way of Jeroboam the son of Nebat, and in the sins that he made Israel to sin provoking the Lord, the God of Israel, to anger by their idols. Now the rest of the acts of Omri that he did, and the might that he showed, are they not written in the book of Chronicles of the kings of Israel? And Omri slept with his fathers, 
and was buried in Samaria. And Ahab his son reigned in his place. In the thirty-eighth year of Asa king of Judah, Ahab the son of Omri began to reign over Israel, and Ahab the son of Omri reigned over Israel in Samaria twenty-two years. And Ahab the son of Omri did evil in the sight of the Lord, more than all who were before him. And as if it had been a light thing for him to walk in the sins of Jeroboam the son of Nebat, he took for his wife Jezebel, the daughter of Ethbal, king of the Sidonians, and went and served Baal, and worshipped him. He erected an altar before Baal, in the house of Baal, which he built in Samaria, and Ahab made an Asherah. Ahab did more to provoke the Lord, the God of Israel, to anger than all the kings of Israel who were before him. In his days, Hile of Bethel built Jericho. He laid its foundation at the cost of Abiram, his firstborn, and set up its gates at the cost of his youngest son, Sagub, according to the word of the Lord, which he spoke by Joshua the son of Nun. Now, as you can see here, there's kind of an ongoing theme here. It's kind of repetitive, but we're talking about, I mean, the reason why it's called the first kings, because we're really talking about all the kings that reigned over Israel. And this is painting a picture for the, the ultimate king, the true king, the king of kings. But let's get some commentary on this. Leo Ranzolin writes, We have an interesting series of events in this last chapter before Elijah comes on the scene of action of one of the great prophets of Israel. And anyone who has read the Old Testament or even read the words of Jesus should know who Elijah is. When the people heard of Zimri's evil actions, they elected Omri as the king of Israel. Omri and the people of Israel encircled the city, and when Zimri realized that the city was taken, he went into the king's house, set it on fire, and killed himself. Deceit and power does not last long. The next evil move was made by Omri himself. The people of Israel were divided into two parties following two kings, Tibni and Omri. Omri's group prevailed. As far as the values of the world are concerned, Omri was a good king. He brought prosperity to the nation and even founded another capital in the hill of Samaria. But as far as wickedness is concerned, he did worse than all the kings before him. This became the worst time of apostasy and idolatry in the history of Israel and brought Elijah into the picture. It was through the prophet Elijah that God took action. 